Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening to us, I'd recommend starting with episode one. Otherwise, you may be a little lost as to what's happening. I know I am. Those of you who have been with us from the beginning are probably wondering why Aiden isn't starting off this new investigation with a story. Well, we often record that segment at the very end, just before editing the episode. This is going to be different. You're going to hear more of our unedited recordings and some from when we were researching. We record everything, just in case. And we didn't have a chance to record any studio sections before. Well, I'm... I'm putting this out because there might be someone out there who can help. Here we go. Here. Here I go. Welcome to the weird side. I'm Catherine Moore, and Aiden, if somehow you're listening to this, I promise that I will find you. get this straight. After risking our necks getting what you called our best evidence of the paranormal to date... Some of the best. Fine. Some of the best evidence that we've recorded so far, you want to go back. Revisit a closed case. Yes, that's exactly why I want to go back. Why the cold pixie? Why not keep looking into the Red King while we're at it? We can't go around in circles like this. We have a schedule for a reason. Are you saying we've got enough? I mean... Tell me you don't want to get a proper explanation for what happened to us on the moors. After everything with the Red King and the Cult Pixie? If you tell me, right now, that you don't want to help, I will drop it. I... Well, of course I want to know what really happened. Of course I want to help. Good. But I can't see how linking the Cult Pixie to these recent assaults is going to help anyone. Whatever happened to us out there was a one in a million event. Paranormal or not. So, just to clarify, that was a yes. As in, yes, you're still curious? Yes, I'm still curious. Happy now? Ooh, happy that I finally got my co-host to believe in the paranormal. Of course. For the record, I don't believe in the paranormal. I'm waiting on some solid evidence. Record? You're recording this? I want proof that this whole thing was your idea. So when we either turn up nothing, or everything goes horribly wrong, I'll be able to look you dead in the eyes and say, I told you so. Hmm. And when we conclusively record proof of the paranormal and its secret existence, I shall graciously let you delete this recording. Ha! So kind of you. Mm -hmm. Aiden? Hmm? Oh, sorry, did you want tea? No, I'm good. Look, if you're set on dragging us back to the New Forest, then I have two conditions. Understood. Name your terms. We're not camping. And we aren't staying in Burley. Ah, well, about that. Good news, the place I've booked us into isn't actually in Burley. Oh, good. It's a really cute b about five minutes outside Burley. Not even Earl Grey. Fine, thanks. Wait, hold up. You've already booked us in. Well, I... I only just agreed to head back. Since when do you make these decisions without me? 
do we have the budget? I mean, how did you even know I was going to agree? One, yes I did. Two lovely rooms at actually a really decent price for this time of year. And hey, it's not camping. Two, I knew you were going to say yes because I know you, Kitty. Three, I paid out of my own pocket. I'm not that much of an ass. And four, yeah, refer back to point two. Mm, I'm not completely happy with this. Ah, you'll be happy when we get results. I've got a really good feeling about this. If we can actually communicate with the cold pixie properly, prove this link with the attacks. We haven't even proven that it's real yet. This is the thing that could bust this whole story wide open. Now, let's have a look at these new reports. Aiden was talking about a series of police statements on a couple of assaults that had occurred recently in the New Forest. We became aware of the first attack during our nighttime excursion to the Rufus Stone, and in the days leading up to our return to the New Forest, some new details were released to the public following a second attack in the area. We didn't want to, and certainly wouldn't be allowed to interfere with any current cases. The identities of the victims were protected, of course, but the local police had released some additional information on the circumstances surrounding the events. After reading them, and especially following our experiences with both the cult pixie and then the Red King, Aidan was increasingly convinced that there was a link between our paranormal investigations and these cases that only we could find. Some paranormal cause. And naively, we thought we may be able to help. So, we settled down in my kitchen for a study session. Just like at university. Not that we solved any mysteries at UniMind. Okay, it's on. You didn't. Hey, you get cranky when your blood sugar's low, and frankly, I do not want to have to deal with that all night. So, chocolate it is. See, it's one of the ethic ones you like. Oh, fine. Thanks. I guess this will just bear witness to our sugar high in an hour. Let's get our ideas down before then. I'm not going off on a tangent. Oh, we are the picture of efficiency tonight. Enough distracting. Let's get to it. All right. You're on newspaper duty. I'll take a deep dive into the new statements from the police. Split up and look for clues. Alrighty then. Back to basics. Two people were attacked in the New Forest over the last few weeks. Mm. Two that we know of. Yeah. The police are now treating them as linked, which I believe is why they've released these new statements. What links them? According to the reports, they played out almost identically in circumstance. And to us, it might sound eerily familiar. Mm. Both targets... Victims. We don't know that they were targeted attacks. Oh, okay. Both victims were walking alone on Kingston Common, which is to the west of Burley, by the way, where they reported hearing a phone ringing from the gorse just off the path. They heard a phone ringing just before they got attacked? Yeah. Interesting. So, they were lured off the path by the sound of a phone ringing. I know. I'm giving Kitty a look right now, because what did she go and do when she heard a phone ringing on our excursion? I knew that you were right on hand to rescue me if anything went wrong. Mm. Out of the two of us, you'd be the one to get out unscathed. I don't know about that. I've seen you when someone cuts a queue. Is there anything else that could link back to the cult pixie? Apart from the phone? Unless the cult pixie's learned how to use a phone, I don't consider that as a link. Well... Both victims were alone, for starters. Anything else? The attacks happened late at night, between 10pm and about 1 in the morning. That was roughly when Albert had his encounters with the cold pixie. What? 
I think that we should take most of Albert's stories with a pinch of salt. What, just because he believes the cult picks is real, we should value his statement less? I was thinking more of the copious amounts of beer drunk before his excursions. But now you mention it, that also. He's an unreliable narrator. I'm... <sighs> In any case, there was no unusual mist reported. But then again, visibility would have already been quite a lot lower at night. We can attest to that. This is where it gets slightly more intense. Having left the path to go check out the phone, the victims were grabbed out of nowhere by something in the underbrush. Were they able to describe their attacker? No. I mean, at least not that I know of. After a brief struggle, both were able to break free from arms grabbing them out of the underbrush, and thankfully escape. Arms would imply a human. Humans are not the only thing with arms out there. Mm, I don't know, Aiden. The phone, the arms, it all points overwhelmingly towards a human assailant. One the police is in a much better position to deal with. It's okay for everything not to be connected. But the phone ringing matches both our and Rowan's experiences with the cop pixie. Luring us off the path, doing exactly what a will-o'-wisp does. How can you say that's not connected? I- And on top of all of that, as well as hearing the phone ringing, both victims made a point of mentioning an overwhelming feeling of being chased up until the moment they came across another person or sign of civilization. It's a pretty reasonable feeling to have if you'd just been grabbed out of nowhere. Did they see anyone following them? No. Had they seen anyone, it definitely would have been mentioned in the report. The feeling vanished as soon as they got back to the road or came across another person. Almost like how the fog dissipated when we got back to the road. So, we have a phone and a feeling. I'll give you that some of our experiences do match up. The cult pixie and the phone the Red King and the figure in the underbrush. But nothing jumps out at me as being paranormal. Really? Nothing? I know what I experienced out there, Kitty. It wasn't human. And I think you know that too, even if you won't admit it. You're reading too much into it. Shall we... Was that... Sorry, after you. Oh, no, no. I was going to suggest we leave that to one side for a bit. Good idea. We can circle back around to it later. Hmm. What did you find in the papers? I was expecting the news to be having a field day with this story, especially now the two cases are linked, but quite the opposite. Oh? Barely a mention of the police searchers, and I had to dig through quite a number of other articles before finding any mention of the attacks at all. They must be trying to stop a panic from developing, or amateur sleuths from interfering. What is it? Buried at the bottom of their webpage, there was a reminder of the ongoing missing persons cases across the New Forest. There are three people that have been reported as missing across the last two years. Only three? Most missing persons are found within a few days to a week, but these three people still haven't been found. And that's unusual? It's uncommon. But that's not what I want to focus on. I came across a new missing persons report only published a day before yesterday. You're going to want to see this. Another missing person? Have I said who it is? Albert. Really? Mm-hmm. He was reported as missing by Mary. Scalded Cauldron Mary? Yes. She says here that she hadn't been able to get into contact with him since last Monday. That tracks with our failed attempts to contact him since the Colt Pixie investigation. Hmm. Yeah. His disappearance is more likely linked with his drinking, but the police are looking into it anyways because of recent events. I mean, that may have implications for the attacks. Could they have actually been attempted abductions? Or something worse? Do you think they'll ask after us? Because we were looking for him. I don't know. Is there anything more on Albert? 
no. Just a standard phone number to report a sighting and a general description of what he was wearing before he disappeared. We were asking around for him weeks ago. I can't believe it's taken this long to report him missing. Did the cop basically finally turn on him? Or, or is there something worse out there? I doubt it. Look, let's take a day or two to look into this, see if anything crops up. But we are not, and I mean it, we are not interfering with an ongoing police investigation. When we research potential episodes, we record everything. Normally, this wouldn't make the cut, but, well, we were trying to get a better understanding of whether these were normal statistics for the New Forest. Suffice to say, it was unusual that the events of the last few days hadn't made the front page. There's another one, near Lindhurst. Yeah? Another missing persons case. This has to be something then. But think about it logically. Thousands of people go missing every year in the UK. So it really isn't that surprising that there are a few in the area. I know, but I think it's important to at least get a general idea of how many people go missing each year. We might be able to see a pattern. Well, there are roughly 170,000 people reported missing every year in the UK, but that's likely an underestimation, non-reporting. Of those reported cases, 80% are found within two days, and roughly 5,000 cases are over a year old. What? How'd you get those numbers so quickly? I'm just brilliant. Though I did a paper on it a few years ago, and I did anticipate the question, so I've got the UK Missing Persons data report and some charity websites up right now. Fair enough. Brilliance is recognised. So, does it say how many people go missing in the New Forest area? No. Most statistics report at national or county level, and the charities focus on providing support to the families of the missing persons. Closest I found were the numbers for Hampshire, where the total number of missing adults was about two and a half thousand every year. That's a big number. It's really not compared to national averages. Oh? What is a big number is the four outstanding missing persons cases and two attacks. That's a lot, especially considering it's a fairly peaceful rural area. Very true. Please tell me you found something on the outstanding cases at least. I mean, I was only able to find their names and occupations. We've got Felicity Dalton, Matthew Cho, and Joanna Perry. And Albert. And Albert, of course. Yeah. So... It looks like our initial Passover was pretty much correct. There's nothing really connecting these people. Nothing at all? They went missing at different times, and they're all different ages. Albert's 76 years old, Felicity was 32, Matthew was 44, and Joanna was 20 when she went missing two years ago. That's all I have, too. Well... Their last known locations place them in the west of the New Forest. We should map those out. That's a good idea. Okay, let's swing back round to that later. They're actually pretty close to where the recent attacks happened. Back to occupations, Joanna went to a local college. She studied culinary science. Felicity wrote for travel guides. Uh, she was touring the New Forest looking for potential tourist spots. And Matthew was just driving through looking for work as a brickie. No connections there, then? Well, the one thing that does connect them if they didn't really have too many people out looking for them. Each of them took over two weeks to be reported missing. That's not nothing, but I wouldn't read into it too much. I think if we're going to focus on anyone, it should be Albert. Agreed. He's had encounters with the cult pixie before, and even if those went well, we know he's free with his name, which is always a risk. Wait, before we get lost in the paranormal, let me just check the website one last time. Oh, Aiden. Yeah? They've found a body. What? Who? Take a look. Oh. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Huh. And for the record... Oh, uh, right. Did you want to...? Sure. I've just come across an article detailing how a body was found in a peat bog in the New Forest. It's not any of the missing persons we've just mentioned, and it's not Albert. That is a relief. How were they found? Uh, let me take a look. Uh, a walker was out with their dogs uh, when one of them ran off and got itself stuck. While waiting in to save their pet, the walker disturbed the body. A new victim? Mm, I don't know. I can't believe they published this article. They've been so tight-lipped about all the other cases. I mean, look, they even speculate on the cause of death. Intensely bloody stuff. The media must have gotten there before the police. No way would they okay the release of these details. Uh, Blood loss from a deep cut across their throat, a noose around their neck, and a blunt force trauma wound on their head. That's like the bog bodies. Beg pardon? Like the ancient bog bodies found all over Europe. We were talking about them on the moors when we were lost. Right. I remember now. You said then that they were ritual in nature. Yes, with links to the liminal. And if I remember rightly... This would be one of, if not the first, bog body found in the New Forest. Okay, that's pretty cool. Because of where it was found, they're consulting with Southampton University's archaeology department. Something about tannin stains making it difficult to age the body. Damn. That means no chance of a look-in before it's securely locked up. You sure you want to take a look at the body? Could be quite gruesome. If it's the first bog body found in the area, I'd manage. And I'll have you to hide behind should I need to. And if it's a murder victim? Mm good point. Would rather not see that. Uh, we could at least try and talk to them about it. We're not getting in touch with the police. Uh, no, not them. Uh, with Southampton. If it's a bog body, uh, that could make a great episode. Mm, that's an idea. I could get in touch with Zara. Wait, old housemate Zara? Yeah, she's a postdoc down there. Wrong department, but might be a foot in the door. Great. You get organising that. I'll see what else I can dig up about bog bodies for the episode. Kitty, we might be onto something. Zara, my connection at Southampton University, came through and got us a meeting. But in two weeks. In the meantime, we decided to look into bog bodies. If it turned into an archaeological investigation, we'd have an interesting future episode ready to go. Why don't we do a quick run-through of everything we've got so far? Right. Lay the groundwork for future exposition. We'll have to pepper in some of our other conversations. Now we're taking on active investigations. True. I'd hate for us to think we spend all day in that cramped studio. (laughs) Exactly. Get the context of the body while it's still fresh. Sounds like a plan. As we found out earlier today, a body was discovered in the New Forest. The age of which is unknown. It could be a recent victim or an ancient bog body. Should we mention that straight away? I mean, not doing so might add some intrigue. Mm, That could work, especially if the police are able to find Albert and the perpetrator before we air the episode. They will have our work cut out in post trying to tie it all together. I'm sure we'll make it work when we get back to the studio. Hmm... If we produce this before the investigation concludes, we should add in that to protect the integrity of the site, as it's still very much an active excavation and the police are still involved, we're not allowed to mention the exact location. Prevent any curious listeners from going for a wonder. Why does it have to be such a secret? The local papers already published a far more detailed article on the body. I'm pretty sure they mentioned the location there. Until the police investigation clears it, that's the protocol. Hmm. And you know the article I found? Yeah. I can't find it. But it's not the website anymore. The link's broken. It just leads to a 404 error. Weird. I know. I had to go back and re-listen to our recording to double-check I wasn't making things up. Might have been getting too much traffic on the page. 
Ooh, maybe they were hacked. I don't know. Could be anything. Anyways, I just thought that was worth mentioning. Well, I guess we should only talk about the location in more general terms. As long as we don't mention that. Agreed. I've been doing some research into the geography of the New Forest. Okay, what you got? As the name would indicate, bog bodies come from bogs. Also known as mires, bends, swamps. And the New Forest Park contains over 75% of all the valley mires in Western Europe. We must have walked through half of them on our escapade the other week. They're fascinating areas, permanently waterlogged, and because of a combination of low oxygen and sometimes high acidity, organic matter builds up, doesn't decompose. And that's what makes them such good spots for preservation. Exactly. Can we chat with the New Forest Tourist Board? Get some local experts in the area involved. Good idea. Do you want to take the lead on that, seeing as it's got you so excited? Yes, can do. Ooh, uh, talking about mires and bogs, I was reading the other day about marsh lights. The ones associated with the cock pixie and other wood of the wisps. The self-same. Did you know that fire can travel underground through peat? Hmm, I didn't. It can even spring out after you douse the original flame. That could explain a number of marsh light sightings in peaty areas. As much as it pains me to admit, it does. Those investigating this strange fire will probably find no human activity, so may have assumed they are magic and not to be messed with. The most obvious explanation. And whilst the sceptics among us might want to write off all marsh lights, the legends of will-o'-wisps are so widespread we can't write them all off as this one phenomena. Agreed. That could make a really interesting segment later on. Well, for the segment where you deconstruct all my theories. Hey, you help. <laughs> What can I say? I think we both like the challenge. It's hardly a challenge to work with you. Or even when I wax lyrical on the liminal. Even then. Thanks. Oh, before I completely forget, it's still definitely worth mentioning that the methods used to kill our mystery body were pretty much exactly the same as several well-known bog bodies. It's a brutal method of execution. Yeah. Now, archaeologically speaking, we're not sure what purpose these bodies served. Was it a punishment for some transgression, a sacrifice, a willing offering? Right. When were they most common? In Iron Age Europe, with some popping up in the Bronze Age and a couple before that. So this new body could actually be very old. Exactly. The tradition dates it back thousands of years, but the location adds a bunch of uncertainty. Hmm, and that uncertainty could mean it's more modern. Yes. There have been more recent bodies, archaeologically speaking, uh, like the Gunnister Man. So, possibly, but until they publish some dating results, we're in the dark. And of course, not having seen the body, we don't know how preserved it is. So it could still be a recent victim. That's a horrible thought. And the article mentioned that no one's sure how long it takes for a bog body to become fully preserved. Bringing the conversation back around the paranormal, there weren't any mentions of ritual sacrifice in our research around the cult pixie. I would have been far more hesitant to head out if there were. Hmm. Okay. So no link there. Not that I can see just yet. It would have featured pretty heavily if it was linked. These things tend to leave a story trail behind. Let's talk about how this ritual sacrifice would have been carried out. It would have been messy. Can we save this for the recording? It'll put me off a pizza. Cover your ears then. I'm getting this down for future Kitty to remember to add it in somewhere suitably spooky. Oh, fine. Okay, so. The head wound, if carried out first, would have probably stopped the victim from struggling or knocked them out. If they were lucky, it might have even killed them. Then, the noose would have been used to hold the person in place as their throat was cut. There would have been a geyser of blood. Whoever carried it out would have been soaked with arterial spray. Ugh. You didn't cover your ears, did you? No. Well, whose fault is that? Fair enough. I just had a thought. Shoot. Well, 
If our body isn't as old as the prehistoric bog bodies, and yet it was killed in a similarly ritualistic and gruesome way, why would anyone want to reproduce a possible prehistoric sacrifice in the middle of Hampshire? A very good question. Goes well with who would do such a thing? Exactly. Because even if it was medieval or early modern, let alone heading into the 17th or 18th century, that would imply some sort of folk or religious tradition that is certainly unchristian. Okay. Some theories suggest that Bronze and Iron Age bodies were placed in the bogs as offerings to deities of fertility or death, or treading that liminal, water of the underworld and all that. Some have said they might be sacrifices meant to keep an evil satisfied. You know, killing one to save many. The greater good. And the greater good. <laughs> Just so. But the question still remains. Who or what were these persons executioners so in awe or afraid of that they did all this? That's a point to keep for later, for when the bodies confirmed ancient or recent. I'll add it to the list of questions to take to Southampton. Ooh, uh, while I'm here and the tea's still flowing, let's talk Burley. Sure. I was originally planning on us going back there for some final reconnaissance and to check out the site of the disappearances. What's changed? That's still the main plan, but we really should take some time to go around some of the local PT waterlogged areas, just in case. Are you hoping we'll find another body? Yeah, another bog body. And if we did find one, that would be something to report on, huh? Uh, I guess. I don't think it's a good idea to stray too far from the town. And definitely not at night or alone. Oh, of course not. Only busy areas with clear line of sight into the undergrowth. And just in case. Ooh. Was there anything you wanted to do while we were down there? I'd like to talk to Mary. She's the one who reported Albert missing after all. Perhaps get some good foley and sound effects of future intros. Apart from that, to be honest, I'm happy to stay out of the way and out of trouble. Back again. Yup. Don't look so glum. We did really well last time. I've got a good feeling about this. And hey, if nothing else, you get two days in a nice hotel in the New Forest. That you didn't need to rent. Let's just hope the locals are more personable than last time. And if not? We'll have just wasted hundreds of pounds and days of prime research time doing nothing. Think on the bright side, Kitty. You never know if our audience might want an A&K road trip podcast or something on YouTube. We could get a lot more reach. Ha! That's never going to happen. Can you imagine me trying to be animated enough to capture people's attention on there? No way. Shall we get a bit of an intro here? Sure. Uh, tone? Fun. I'm looking on the bright side. For now. <laughs> Alright. Three. Two. We've just pulled up in the parking lot of a lovely little boutique hotel a ten minute walk from Burley. The birds are singing and the sun's out, so we should have no problem finding our way into town this time. Don't jinx it. We're about to get checked in. But before we do, I noticed our hotel, The Seeping Dragon, offers walking tours of Burley that focus on the folklore of the area. Was that why you booked us in here? Would you believe me if I said no? No. It was one reason, fine, but we might not even need one. I've done my research, and the tours focus mostly on a witchy heritage of Burley and are an excuse for people to stretch their legs. They don't mention anything about the cult pixie in the brochure or website, but we can double-check inside. A little bit of an oversight on their part. Having a cryptid tied in with the local folklore did wonders for Bigfoot country over in the States. You'd think they'd want in on that cryptozoologist money. Well, it's not all about the money. Not that there's a lot of it anyway. And yet here we are, 
doing our jobs that pay our increasingly eye-watering bills. If we get results, that is. Point taken. Let's head in. The Sleeping Dragon was a small B&B and a pub restaurant. We were the only guests staying that I could see, and no tour was forthcoming, despite Inns asking. So we dropped our stuff off in our rooms and headed out into Burley. First stop, the Green Pub. Oh, you're back, are you? With your little recorder as well? You remember us? Yeah. You're going to get something to drink to wash down those questions? He hasn't changed. Shh. What did you say your names were? We didn't. But we are staying up at the Sleeping Dragon for a couple of nights, so it might be good to get to know each other a bit better. Sure. I'm Aiden. Pleased to meet you. Again. Brian. Okay then. Uh, two pints of whatever's local, and you haven't happened to have seen... No. I didn't even ask the question. Don't have to. We don't like press sneaking around, rubbernecking on our business. Was Albert not a regular in your pub? Did you not notice when he hadn't come by for a few days? If I did notice, I certainly wouldn't tell every gawking grockle asking rude questions. Okay then. Um, What about the body found in... Leave off. This whole thing with the body, it's ruining everything. How so? We like it peaceful round here, and peaceful it ain't. Here's your drinks, now bugger off. Right. Well, let's just drink our pints and peace out. Aiden. Yeah, uh, sure. I guess you're right. Looks like nothing's changed. The Green Pub was a no-go. The other pub's much the same, though less standoffish. No one wanted to talk. It had been missing Albert. So we went back to the place that we had the friendliest welcome. The school did cauldron hoping that Mary was in. Hi, Mary. It's Aidan and Kitty from the Weird Side. Oh, hello. Fancy seeing you two here. I did have a look for your show online, and are you sure you should be back here after what happened? What do you mean? Well, it seems you had an encounter with something. An encounter you were lucky enough to escape from. You're risking everything coming back for more. Well, that certainly is ominous. We're recording, by the way. Ah, Of course you are. Thanks for the warning. But we wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't investigate further. Especially now with the body. Yes. That is a thing of darkness and pain. It shouldn't have been removed like that. Some around here consider the peat bog sacred land. And you didn't want to tell us this before? You didn't ask before. There's nothing more to tell. Only that some things are better left alone. And are you sure there's nothing more you can tell us about the body? About Albert? Poor Albert. He was getting on and, well, his drinking had gotten far worse over the years. Now, I am a believer in the fair folk and I heard what he said to you about the cult pixie, but I must say, whatever he saw was most likely fueled by drink and the promise of someone willing to listen to him. He was awfully lonely after his wife passed. I'm sorry, I'm confused. You say that you believe in all this, you conduct seances and readings... But you're dismissing someone's first-hand encounter. I took pity on a lonely old man who was drunk far more than he was sober. You reported Albert missing, is that correct? Yes. I was worried about him. You were worried. You aren't anymore. Has he been found? I'm so sorry. I misspoke. Of course I'm still worried. We all are in the village. I wouldn't normally say anything. But there is something about the two of you. I. Do you know what happened to Albert? I'm sorry. 
I don't have the answers you seek. I only meant to say that what you two met in the forest, what you call the forest spirit, that I'm not so eager to dismiss. You must be careful. Anything else? Kitty. That's all I will say on the matter. I want no part of it. You're welcome to buy anything you want from the shop, but I'm not willing to become involved with something so dangerous. Fine. Thank you for your time. I'm going. Aiden, try not to take too long picking out incense this time. Kitty. I'll be outside. Are you okay? What was that about? This. This whole thing is a dead end, like I knew it would be. We've only just arrived. And we're not going to get anywhere. Look at all the evidence we've managed to get so far. I agree. Whatever happened in the fog, whatever happened with the Red King was weird. But going back over it isn't going to turn up anything new. But... Who are we kidding? This is a waste of time. We're not the police. We can't help Albert. We can't help anyone. I get it's frustrating. But you don't normally let it get to you. Yeah? Well, I'm letting it. I'm sorry. What if we just call it early today? I can come back tomorrow and ask Mary about the Red King. Tonight, we can just enjoy the hotel and restaurant, I guess. Fine. Does your own have a decent TV? We could always have a movie night if that would help. I don't need cheering up. I need results. Not cryptic warnings and wasted time. Let's just head back for now, and we can talk about this later. Why are you recording this? So I can play it back to you to show you what an arse you're being. Okay. How exactly is one to contact the relevant people being an arse? Because they're part of a police investigation, Aiden. You promised me we wouldn't do this, remember? Yeah, and we're not going to interfere. That's exactly what you just suggested doing. We aren't going to stop the police from making inquiries. We'll just ask them if their missing person had reported anything about phones or let something like our experiences out there. And how will that help the victims? Their families? If, in fact, we did encounter these attackers, supernatural or not, whether on our Red King or court busy cases, then we can compare... Aiden! This is important, Kitty. We're this close. I can feel it. Just one more push and we'll have the proof. You'll have your results and we can save more people. There's so much this could mean. The experiences validated. The lost ones explained. That's all hypothetical. We haven't saved anyone yet. And we'll probably do more harm than good if we interfere. Don't we have a duty to help? I am trying to help. Why can't you see that? I'm... Aiden, why? How is it that you can cross this line so easily? Why the hell is this so important to you? That's not the point. What's the point, then? Fine. Why are you even here? Because you dragged me back here. I didn't. I'm here because when we started this thing, you said you liked folklore. You like cryptids and you like weird things, and I'm right there with you. Are you? I'm trying to be. It's fascinating. As something to study, as a human phenomena. But why this sudden crusade to prove it? Why now? Oh, Kitty, I can't. I, I, you don't... I don't want to do this. Yeah? Well, we have to. Because honestly, this has gone too far already. What do you mean? This! This! This whole investigation with the cult pixie. Getting Rowan involved like we did. They said it helped. We pushed them back to the scene of a childhood trauma. We're not therapists, Aiden. We're not guidance counsellors. We're 
Podcasters, for God's sake. We had no right to do that. But the child, without us, without Rowan? We have no proof that the child would have come to any harm. If you truly believe in all of this, it was us that put the child in danger. That's not... You know what? Screw this. I'm done. I don't have to listen to this right now. Aiden, it's important that you listen. We can't just skip over this. We need to decide what we're going to do moving forward. Damn. Is this the we need to talk talk? What? Because I'm not having that conversation tonight. I've had too much disappointment today to deal with my best friend walking out on this. I just want to do this properly. Meaning you don't want to do anything. This is the only thing in my life that means something, Kitty. This is the difference that I can make. Aiden, I... I'm going out. Hopefully, Brian will be a bit more understanding. At least he'll pour me a pint. In any case, I'm used to not being listened to. You know what? Fine. Go. And don't come running back to me when you need help. I'm done sorting out your mess. Damn it. That, that was the last time I saw Aiden. I acted, we acted badly. The day was getting to me and I think to Aiden also. And when he suggested going to the families of the missing persons, I snapped. I started to realize something was wrong when he didn't call or text or knock on my door with an apology later that night or answer the door or his phone when I did the same. When he hadn't come down by 10 a.m., two hours after we were supposed to meet back up, I had the hotel staff check up on his room. He wasn't there. He hadn't slept there that night. Aiden, Aiden had not come back. I want to record this. Is that okay? May I ask what for? I... I guess it's a comfort thing right now. Sure. Good. Okay, so let's go over this one more time. Your partner, Aiden Summers. Business partner. Not romantic partner. He's been my best friend for years now. Okay, fine. Uh, your friend, Aiden, went missing last night or early this morning. Yes. I don't know when exactly. I told you all I know is that he said he was going out to the pub after the argument. And I know how that looks. Right. Thank you for being so upfront about that. He just left. Nothing. No calls. And that's weird. He never stays mad for long normally. I mean, sure, we bickered in the past, but that's what friends do. Hmm. What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. Miss Moore, please don't leave the country. We may have further questions. For the time being, however, you are free to go. We'll handle it from here. And what now? Are you treating this as a missing persons case? At present, yes. Hmm. Do you think he could have been attacked? I'm sure we'll find Aiden safe and sound. However, know that we're covering every eventuality. Every eventuality, as in suspected murder? We're not ruling anything out, but rest assured we will solve this. Okay. What resources are you putting on the case? Who are the officers in charge? Can I liaise with them? Miss Moore, please, we'll handle it. And you're not telling me because I'm also a suspect. 
I get it. Miss Moore, if there is nothing else, you are free to leave. Now you're dismissing me. Fine. Well, you have my details in case you actually turn anything up. Might I suggest, looking in the green pub in Burley, if you can extract your head out of your ass. I'm not normally the editor of these episodes, so apologies for any mistakes I may have made. I thought it only fair, as you've invested your time into our show, that you, the listener, be kept as informed as I am as to the status of the investigation. Aiden still hasn't been found yet. As you heard, I've been in touch with the police and they've opened up an inquiry. Whatever good that will do. It's been two days since I reported Aiden missing and they've turned up nothing. So, if anyone knows the whereabouts of Aiden Summers, or if anyone's heard from him, be they friends, family, or listeners, please could they get in touch. We need any and all information that could help locate him. He was last seen in Burley, in the New Forest, wearing a green raincoat and grey walking shorts. This is all I have for now. I'm releasing this unfinished, unpolished, in the case that there is someone, anyone out there who can help. Aiden, if you're listening to this, please just let me know that you're all right. Just send a text or get in touch with someone else. I just need to know that you're okay. Sorry. The Weird Side will return. If you enjoyed the programme, please help support the podcast by giving us a follow on social media at The Weird Side on Twitter and Instagram, by leaving a review on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this, and sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. As a small production, this really helps us out. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>